All righty. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Divorce Diaries Show podcast. My name is Michelle Trina, and I am the host, the creator of Divorce Diaries. I am feeling like shit this morning. <laughs> Let me tell you why. So this has been a weird week. I had a really great show in Chicago. Um, I was really proud of myself and the team that I have. Um, I have been talking about this new guy for a while now that we're not dating because um, he is stuck on the religious background. I should be stuck on the fact that he's a fucking indecisive asshole. Um, and I, oh, I'm starting off very, very heated. Yeah, I don't want to call him an asshole. I didn't want to call him an asshole um, at the start of this. I was going to actually come on here and say something sweet. And then I open up my Facebook page and or my Facebook like, you know, when you open it up and something comes through your uh, news feed, it's him and two fucking women smiling for the camera. And I lo am losing it right now, like losing it. Um, I have no reason to lose it. He's not dating me. He's not with me. We're not sleeping together. In fact, I just laid into him the other day about uh, the bullshit of being indecisive to hang out this weekend. We were going to uh, talk about the continuous conversation about short term, long term. This, And I had said, why don't we just talk in person? And then he had to contemplate that. And like a moron, I put this, I can't believe I asked a man out who doesn't want to date me. What the fuck is wrong with me? Okay, I got to calm down. I got to have a sip of coffee. Um, I'm shaking, like shaking. Because my gut yesterday said something is, I woke up, I had a very bad dream last night about a family member that I am on the outs with who's been calling me and making weird, like, semi threats and it's been a bad i had a bad dream about that and then i woke up with this bad feeling in my gut about this new guy who i had a bad like we had this back and forth interaction with on friday because he still couldn't make up his mind about seeing each other but then he did say he wanted to meet for lunch and it was a whole thing and I originally suggested last night because that would be easier for me because of like my, my schedule usually on Sundays as we spend time together with my daughter, but I would be open to the Sunday too. But then I noticed like, well, clearly he had plans last night. Okay. Oh my God. I, when I tell you how upset I am right now, it's because I feel like such a pathetic loser. Okay. I'm beautiful, I'm smart, I'm funny, and I get attracted to these men that like find me so amazing, find me so interesting, but they can't be with me. And then when I initially put the boundary down, I stick with it for like two days. And in this case, I stuck with it. And then he reached out to me because he heard this. <laughs> and then I stupidly answered and I thought, oh, he's regretting it. Like he's regretting, he knows that he, he like, he like, he knows that, um, like deep down, I wanted to believe that he really does have these feelings and that he, that he, you know, he stated the other night, uh, can't stop thinking about you. I want to believe that, but my gut's telling me to not because he clearly has already been talking to other women in the last, and he can. Hey, I even said that to him. I'm like, I don't want to like find out that you're with someone else when then we, when when I'm freaking talking to you like this, that would hurt me. He's like, well, same thing could happen to you. See, see, 
that should have been my fucking cue that this guy's fucking talking to somebody else. He's trying to push it off. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking and I'm a little, I'm like going to start crying. Why am I not good enough? I don't understand why I am not good enough for these assholes. It just like the first thing in the morning to see that it was like, ugh. And after this whole week of me going back on my word, I texted it a happy Thanksgiving because a couple days before that is when he called me and I just stupidly thought this guy like actually did care, but he was so stuck internally on this whole religion shit and he just doesn't. It's such a fucking piece of bullshit. I mean, yeah, yeah, it could be definitely the, the religion, but like, it's not, it doesn't matter to the point where if you like somebody you just fucking be with them and I'm so mad at myself I'm so mad and I you know the anger is more towards me not towards this person because women we just then start comparing ourselves to the other women in the pictures or it's such a bad place it's such a bad headspace and then so I'm jumping around I just had such a, a weird week and this was not like a great ending to it to see that. <laughs> okay. My my week was odd. I won't say it was bad because it was there's some really good moments to it, but my I had a family member call me and say all these horrible things and then I'm trying to block them and I can't because somehow they use a no caller ID and then I have my show was postponed in Long Island. They didn't they didn't follow my agreement because they never signed it and they didn't they didn't adhere to what the agreement said in the email which they did write out that there was no ticket minimum so they postponed it it was a whole thing i lost money from that I'm, I'm nervous about money and this whole thing with the new guy which you know at this point i feel like he's just be like oh she's too fucking much that's probably why he's out with the other women or whatever he was doing i mean for all i know it was family members but i don't think so because somebody on the post said looking good I wanted to vomit because like, I just want to be like, can somebody just stab me in the throat at this point? Cause I just want to, I mean, I wanted to vomit because I just feel like I, I am such a fucking moron. This guy probably just wanted to, like, he probably feels guilty. That's what I keep thinking. Why does he keep saying that he cares about me? He clearly doesn't. If you care about somebody, you just fucking be with them. He doesn't, he has guilt. And I tell you how low I feel. <laughs> okay. So hold on. I also know I can be irrational. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, and I know like my manager was like, why are you even engaging with it? Why were you engaging with this guy today? Why do you like the drama? I'm like, I don't like the drama. I don't. I just want love and passion and initially what i would attracted me to him was that he seemed like a little bit of a like he was secluded or private or like um not secluded that was the wrong word like on his birthday he was talking to me and he didn't even know it was birthdays like today's my birthday and he texted and talked with me the whole day so i thought that was a sign that this guy really likes me and other things you know now i think he thinks i'm probably nuts and he probably feels bad well clearly not bad enough if you post it on social media well no he didn't post it somebody else did i guess but it, it's like comes up on your feed because they they're tagged and i said the other day god i don't want to find out like this whole time you're talking to i don't know what i said i said something along those lines like 
Oh, I said that already. See, I'm going in circles. All right, so let me just go back a second. Like I said, I tried to create this boundary for myself with him. And I said, no, I can't, like, we, we don't, we haven't, like, again, I have no reason to be upset, rationally speaking. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. In fact, he can go on Facebook. And even if we were together, he could do still whatever he wants because men will do whatever the fuck they want. And they'll lie about it because they actually believe their lies. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Not all men. Not all men. Because I know I have a lot of male followers that are listening to me and like, why are you, like, I'll take you out. And I'm like, no, I want the unavailable ones. I really don't. I don't want the unavailable ones at all. It's the, the, yeah, this is what I want to cry every day. I'm really glad I never touched his penis. Um, so not that it would matter. I mean, I'm still upset. My ex, my speaking of men, my ex-boyfriend is supposed to come here on Tuesday for a rendezvous. He messaged me last week. I was like, all right, but I always blow him off at the end. No, wait, that did not sound right. I always blow him off and say, don't come. But he's like, next Tuesday. And I was like, okay, fine. And now I think I'm actually going to say yes. Because why the fuck not? He's Mike. Okay. Mike is on. Is my mic on? Yes, my mic is on. Okay. The cop is hot. He's got a big one. And not that it matters. I mean, it matters a little bit. But it's, you know what? I need to have sex and I need to be emotionally connected a little bit to somebody and he and I have a past. So fine. Wow. This is really desperation to its fullest. All right. So let, let me just go back a second. When, when I initially set this boundary with the new guy, I, I, I was proud of myself, but I was like, don't go back on it, Trina. I only went back because he reached out, like I said, and then I last week went back on it. Now, I don't like to do this tit for tat, but I feel like I have to. Like, this is my OCD kicking in and saying, but it's not just me. It was him, too, because now I look like a moron because he just has a picture with two women out last night. Who knows? Maybe those are not maybe those are her friends. Maybe they're his family members. Maybe he was he's really fucking somebody else that's not even in the picture. Who fucking knows? All I know is that you can't be on social media uh, and then have those like hold on let me rephrase that all i know is that something's not right and i knew it before i saw the picture yesterday i woke up i said he i'm gonna get hurt i just said i'm gonna get further hurt than i am this morning because on friday when we talked about getting together again like he couldn't just say yes to getting together again when i made the suggestion we talked on the phone for hours like about the situation it's like why don't we just have coffee and talk in person and he kept going on about how well is that going to hurt us in the long run or what so in all reality, I think he's lying. I think he's seeing somebody or talking to somebody and, 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 and meeting me in person is going to make him feel guilty for that. That's what it's looking like to me now. Um, and again, this is, is like I even said to him from the beginning, like, I don't want to talk to anybody else if you're just talking to me. And this is now we're in the gray area because we really weren't talking the last couple of weeks, except this pat like it's so fucked up. So I don't really have a real reason to be upset. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I can do whatever the fuck I want. But I have had these lingering feelings for our for our chemistry and connection together. And I thought they were reciprocated. But I woke up yesterday after him and I talked all throughout Friday. And the roller coaster of talking on Friday was nice to angry then then he offered to do something nice for me with my dad's death last like he offered to he he was offering something 
that was very sweet regarding my dad's honor. My dad, we will have passed three years ago next Monday. And he brought this thing up, which I thought was super sweet and amazing. And, you know, if you want to honor someone's father with them, that means something. Am I wrong? Like that is sacred and that is special regardless of the label that you are with them. So I took that personally and I was like, wow, okay. But he was like very clear of let's pause on all the other stuff, the issues we have with dating. And like, again, now my mind is thinking he just wants to push off the fact that he is probably talking to someone else and doesn't want to feel guilty about this whole issue. And cause clearly I'm still upset about it and fixated on it. Um, I don't know. Again, I'm making these stories up. I'm, I'm just hypothesizing. These are not all real things. I saw this picture this morning and I am off on running with it. And I'm trying to get out my emotions because I don't want to put my, uh, coffee cup through the window right now. (laughs) Kidding. I would never do that again. (laughs) Kidding again, by the way, guys, I'm a comedian. I make jokes and I'm not going to do that. All right, Sam, all over the place with the story. Okay, so he offered that and I thought it was sweet, but I I felt like the whole day made me feel shitty because I was like, here I am. I opened up uh, an idea to see each other. And I honestly, in my head, it was like, let's see each other, say goodbye and then go our separate ways for a while. That's what I thought. But in reality, it probably would have been like me feeling sad and all that stuff after, I don't know. Because there's physical chemistry, there's emotional chemistry there, right? Although he might have it with five other other women at this point. Let's see. Um, so, and I and I think that's a common trait for men that they they do that. They dip their toe all over the place. And I thought he wasn't like that, um, but you know, again, I always believe them. So because I want to see the good in people. And, and I just, that's a stupid thing. I should never believe them. I try, but, uh, so, so again, like he offered that and I thought it was sweet. Cause a lot of men, when I, when I overreact or when I'm a little like emotional, they're like, they run. Um, some of them don't, some of them really like it cause they're turned on by it. But, um, those are the ones that I usually don't want for some reason. Um, so he offered that and he was telling me how he, he texted me how he's like, I, I really, cause I apologize. I was like, well, I really, cause I was getting pissed off. Oh, I had said, don't contact me ever again. He's like, I've been respecting your wishes. You've been contacting me. And that, uh, that was a sucker punch, right? Cause it's like, bitch, you a fucking stalker. That's how it makes you feel. But in reality, and then I had to go back and say to him, no, you contacted me first, technically two weeks ago. And then that started the ball running. So let's really go back to the messages. Michelle, you need therapy. Okay. So, um, you know, and then I said, I said in the, I said on the voice and I'm like, but it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't want to be in this place. And like, it's so difficult for you and I can't let go of the fact that it's so difficult for him because he doesn't want to be with me. Like, I won't let that go for some reason because I keep here, I kept hearing, but I can't stop thinking about you. But um, uh, like thinking that he did mean those things. Um, But again, Michelle, you should have just stuck. And I think, again, this is all me being angry with the fact that I didn't stick with the original boundary, which was, I don't need to talk further. And I didn't, I didn't stick with it. I'm an idiot. 
that picture is depressing that I, I saw on Facebook. I, I want to throw up and a cry and I am probably, I hope I'm overreacting. Um, but even if I am overreacting, that's another reason why people don't want to be with me. So, um, I guess I'm playing the victim again, huh? Um, I don't know. I, I feel so shitty inside from this. Um, I have a lot of things to not feel shitty about, but now this has kind of punctured the, the mood. Um, so the sentiment of my dad, <clears throat> the sentiment of my dad, uh, is special and I miss my dad a lot. I love my mom and my mom's still here. And like, sometimes I don't feel like I'm cherishing those moments as much as I should be because I get stuck in things like this or I'm worried about money right now. And like, um, I'm trying not to worry about money, but money is a thing. And, you know, obviously my child is in the forefront, but she, she's been doing well, you know, but like, then there's things that you think, okay, am I, am I neglecting something that I should be looking at more? You know, is she, is she on the screen too much? Is she not doing enough social emotional learning? Um, those things start to kick and play and like, <sighs> I'm very thankful that I'm finding all this out now of my like not finding out there's nothing to find out i mean whatever it is it is but like my gut literally all day was not oh i didn't say tell you guys this besides my gut telling me like he's talking to somebody else i'm not even kidding all day long yesterday um and then this picture popped up and i, I knew something last last night i was like i bet you did motherfucker out on a date tonight but michelle who and again very much well i could have done the same thing i mean but like i don't i don't want to first of all because i'm just over it like when stuff like this happens it shoots me out the game for like a long time like i don't want to it's almost it's like almost on purpose the universe does not put anyone in my although no one's really been in my line of vision um i don't know the the rabbi that i was gonna have i'm gonna have him on again he texted me this week and he's like, you know, just so you know, um, I'll have to cut this if he doesn't want me to say it because I'm gonna ask him first, but he's like, just so you know, when you're in LA, I wanted to bang you. And I was like, well, I would have, boo, but I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have because I was still um, like kind of talking. Well, no, I really wasn't. Well, we were, we were taught, I was talking to the new guy. So I would have felt like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, so the sacred of the sacred day of my dad's death, right? Like where it's like, that was the last day of, uh, on earth. And like the fact that he's passing over, um, I mean, especially from a, a from this new guy who's super religious, like, why would I want to spend it with you when you clearly don't give a fuck about me? If you cared about somebody, the back and forth about seeing me last this past weekend would have not been there. He clearly is dealing with guilt because he's talking to other women and or, and the fact that I think with the dad thing is like a nice sentiment where he's coming from a, he is coming from a nice place, but um, I don't know what the motive is. If you, I'm, I'm really upset. I'm really upset at myself. I, I had, there was signs in the very beginning and I didn't listen to them. And I think I talked about them in the podcast. He deactivated his Facebook one day. And I, and I, right after I asked the universe for a sign, if this guy is meant to be in my life, please tell, take him out. 
he deactivated his Facebook an hour, like two hours later. And I didn't listen to it. That was immediate. That was like within two weeks of texting with him. And then um, the first time we even hung out, we all hung out twice. Again, this is all me really being overreactive. He, he, the first time we hung out, it was like a, a, a narrative essay about how much he just basically was going to be my friend and how um, he wanted to just to clarify that this didn't mean anything more than just being friends. Because my pussy is so repulsive to people that it's just friends. We'll fuck you, but we can't stick with you. I'm in a mood today. Um, I got a text last night from one of my friends, um, Dan. And when I was feeling low, I wasn't feeling low. Oh, and sidebar, yesterday I couldn't find my, my house keys or my car keys. I had to search throughout hours and I was almost late to my gig in the morning. I had to use my spare car key, my spare house key. I was crying. I was like, oh my God, this was because Friday night I was going back and forth on messenger with this guy being distracted by another fucking unavailable man that doesn't want to be with me. That's trying to um, placate me. I don't know if placate's the right word. It's just appeasing me because he feels guilty. Whatever the fucking thing is, I'm going back and forth with the guy I shouldn't and getting distracted. And sure enough, I finally found my car keys and my house key yesterday deep in the garbage because I was not paying fucking attention because I was talking to a guy who won't give me the attention that I deserve. And um, again, you hear the anger in my voice. It's really, it's really at myself. I'm really mad at myself. I'm looking at this like I'm a fucking nut job. Like, I love when people say they're, oh, wow. I love when people say they're a private person and then they post stuff like that on Facebook right after telling me they can't be with me. Makes me feel super. Um, I guess, well, no, I guess he didn't post it. It's just, it's, I'm so sick to my stomach. He'll probably block me if he listens to this at this point. And I was thinking of blocking him because I can't look at stuff like that. That's like, are you kidding me? Because it makes me feel like I was never special to somebody that I liked. Or like when you first connect with somebody, and I'm trying to delve into this reason of why I get so hung up on it and why I can't let it go and say, that's his loss. Like, that's what I'd love to be able to do. I say, well, good for him. That's not my problem. I have, I I don't want somebody in my life like that that's going to run out with two women. Well, I mean, again, we're not dating, so it doesn't matter. It's just the whole the whole thing doesn't make me feel good. It, feel, it makes me feel very less than, especially because I lost my cool a little bit the other day and I opened up the gates and I made the fucking suggestion to hang out and he couldn't even say yes or no. And then I see a picture on Facebook with out, he's out with two women. Oh my God. Or a group of them. Who the fuck knows what they're doing? Um, so sick feels so disgusting right now with myself um i know that (laughs) this is a lot i'm a lot but i don't know there's somebody out there for what it's worth that maybe parallels me i keep thinking like wow the guy who finally comes along that's my life partner which may just be my vibrator. But if a man does come along that serves the purpose as a life partner with me, like he's going to be so amazing because I'm really taking a lot. 
I don't know. I feel like I just feel, um, it just goes back to the feeling of like, I'm not good enough. Um, I'm going to take a break for a second. We'll be right back. All right. As you can hear my printers going while I finish this episode, um, I am, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not feeling great today from, from all of this. Um, I think, uh, mostly because I went back on my word and I didn't keep to a boundary that I think the universe was trying to test me again or not even just test me, just trying to, yeah, maybe test me. Like I, I, I did it again. I'm getting, I got myself hurt and I just, it's how I feel about myself right now. I feel low. I feel like I'm not valuing myself. I'm, and I, I think that, like I do it in business. I, I, I take pride in getting up every morning and, and working hard at my show and my job, even if it's teaching or performing. What bothers me is that like, I have not been getting up at five this last week. I've been sitting in bed feeling depressed. Um, I hate using that word because um, I'm not, I don't, I don't label myself as a depressed person, but I have depressive moods and we all do, right? I have, it, it's been a struggle because I've been thinking about the situation with this new guy or the lack of situation and the fact that I was rejected again and the fact that money is low and that I have a family member who won't leave me alone. And, and it's also making my mom, it is making another family member concerned. And, and I'm just, a lot of things floating in my head. Obviously, when uh, your gut tells you to get out of a situation or that something's not what it seems, I knew that I, I was like dreading the moment I was gonna, it, it was gonna be revealed. Now, there's nothing really revealed here because, okay, great, the person can do whatever he wants. He's not with me. He's not really lying or doing anything wrong, but it seems like he's kind of full of shit that if, you know, not full of shit, but like, I guess that's how I kind of feel right now. And I feel like, like I, I feel like I'm a pity party and I don't want that. I just want a guy. That's what initially attracts me, these guys. They are a look at me in awe, and then the, by the end of the relationship or the friendship or the fucking acquaintanceship, they are tiptoeing backwards, regretting ever tapping me on the shoulder because I've lost control. Um, and I, I don't want to show that side of me. I don't think I lost control. I just think that I stupidly went back on my word and started to lose control because his opinion on the situation was never going to change. I'm talking in circles. What do I want to say in conclusion? Cause I'm probably, I don't know if I'm going to regret putting this. I'm not going to regret it. I wanted, I wanted to come on this morning because this is what my podcast is about sharing my daily diary. I'm going to start doing episodes that are for subscription based only. So you'll get even a, a daily podcast episode, uh, but you get it by two, it's $2 a month, but that's why you're going to get a daily uh, glimpse into my life. It's going to be, I think we're going to do like five minute episodes for the daily ones and then the longer ones on, on Sundays, but not all the Sunday episodes will be uh, like some of them will be subscription based and some of them won't. So you'll still, if you can't swing the $2 a month, you can still listen to some of the podcasts. Um, I have the divorced rabbi coming back on. I have my girl Gina coming back on or coming on for the first time. I have stone and stone. They're two funny, really funny comics 
that I'll be interviewing. Um, I'm really excited. Um, I, I don't know how to end this because I don't want to let this distract my entire day. And I feel like it's going to, um, you know, I don't even know if he's going to like, like my fear is this guy is going to reach out to me and just cancel next week before and say like, Hey, I, I have a new, I'm talking to somebody and it's not fair to you. Like, this is where my brain is going. My brain is going down a rabbit hole of, he's going to tell me he's talking to someone and is going to block me out of his life or something. I don't know what's wrong with me, but this is where I'm, I'm going down a rabbit hole and I need to, and I'm trying to run away from getting further hurt. I don't get it. Why is it when they meet me, suddenly these things <laughs> happen? Uh, I could also just be completely overreacting, but I don't think I am. I mean, I really don't think I'm, I don't, well, I should say, I don't think I'm overreacting because I knew something in my gut was telling me the last day, something is not right. This guy could give two shits about you. He's just feeling guilty. Um, I don't want to, I don't know. I got to do a lot of, uh, backwards back, take a couple of back steps to what I did. No, I don't. I just kind of walked through that. I think that my Ed Milet man, right? What he says is about confidence. Let me just see something. Hold on guys. I want to pull this up for you guys. Hold on. All right. I have the Ed Milet thing pulled up. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I play it for you guys, but I also am going to obviously quote him and give him credit because this book means a lot to me. This smacks out your life. I'm so mad at myself. I really am. And that's what he talks about. Like confidence comes from keeping the promises you make to yourself. And I did not keep this promise. I let in a whole floodgate of pain this week from this guy. Just by fucking saying happy Thanksgiving. I'm a fucking idiot. You want to honor my dad's life with me? You fucking... Imagine why these men, I am attracted to them. There's nothing attractive about hurting somebody. I just keep thinking about the coach and the whole affair and keep thinking, like, this is why I'm getting this back. Like... You know, I hurt another woman or something, and I didn't want to hurt her, but I, you know, kept engaging with that affair. And um, but but the but the before him, this kind of stuff happened. You know, like before that ever happened with him. Um. Okay, let's see if I can play it, guys. I go to bed, I try to take a warm sauna, bath, or... No, wait, that's not Chapter it. Chapter 3. Chapter 4. Max out your confidence. Yeah. Changing your identity and gaining winning confidence. Yeah. I, gotta I, my... I have to listen to this today over and over again. Because I have to write a second draft of a pilot ASAP um, as soon as possible. Because I, I get paid at my third draft and I really need the money. So, um... I just don't want this to to take me out for the rest of the year. Like I don't want to not enjoy Christmas and my shows because I feel so less than from this whole situation that I put myself in. 
And I know, I know I'm being dramatic, probably because I'm getting my period, but I'm being a little bit more dramatic than I need to be, but oh, I, just, I didn't want to see that picture this morning. It felt, just knocked me, knocked me down. All right, let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Nobody wins by working less. Right, Are on. you working hard? I mean, really hard. Oh, by the Your way, the picture level, that's out right now is me and the, the, the divorced rabbi. Hold on. All right, here we go. Ready? The truth is, people aren't thinking about you because they're thinking about what you think of them. Yeah. Don't be dominated by people's thoughts, opinions, or judgments. Reactive. Work hard for your own approval or God's approval. Those are the only ones that matter. Create a life that satisfies you. That's important because... I don't know if I can include this because it's his his voice and stuff, but like I I'm creating a life that satisfies me through my show. This is everything to me. Coming on here to talk about this is my happy place. You know, watching Golden Girls last night with my daughter is my happy place. Those things satisfy me. Engaging with a guy for way too from longer than I should have who doesn't want to be with me not satisfying um not taking action towards somebody that's like that i was talking about the family member that's that i could just take action and go file a complaint or whatever if you know do it just do it it's your it's your life and you need to take control of it michelle if you are emotionally dependent on other people's approval you will always be captive in a prison controlled by others all right i found it to overcome those insecure struggle and lose because I've consistently built a here we go of keeping the promises I make to myself I trust I can achieve the goals I set I expect to achieve them the very foundation of my confidence comes from this people who win are confident people who struggle and lose lack confidence if you don't think you're the best how can you ever become the best you've got to believe in yourself and that comes down to having confidence Develop your confidence by keeping your promises to yourself. What's your identity? Our self-confidence or what we believe we are worth equals our identity. So keeping the promises that you make to yourself, I think that's why I struggle with confidence sometimes is that I don't keep those promises with men and I let those boundaries go. Um, I also, you know, do let my emotions get the best of me. Um, I don't know if, uh, you know, I started off very upset. I am still just upset with myself and I'm upset that I have to even see that on social media. Cause like, it's just not been a great week. I mean, it's been a good week. Like I had a great kid show yesterday. I don't like to say that it's not been a great week cause it has, but I got like, I was stuck on this, this producer guy for like a year about how we were friends for four months and we had this romance and like i know that i'm most disappointed with how i reacted when i came home from la because i allowed him to get the better i let i allowed the rejection or him not being able to be with me or whatever it was to get the best of me and, and take it so personally as opposed to looking at it like this is great because he's not meant to be with like he's not good for you. Um, I can't do that for some reason. 
this situation was different because we never slept together. He didn't even like, this was very different. I just don't, I just felt like he, I am fixated on the fact that, damn, I thought this was even more different. And, and I guess I really like hearing when men say they can't stop thinking about me or they like me or all this. I like that. I like the attention. And then when they, they flip and, and do kind of like a 180 or there's some barrier, it just makes me fixated on why, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't even want my gut to be right anymore because it just, when your gut is right, then you're like in the fetal position crying. Um, so what have I learned from this? Uh, and I think that I didn't take the first sign, which was right at the beginning. And I should have said, I got to actually co Yeah. I don't know what I could have done. I, I also should have just shut my mouth and said, Hey, you should just ask me out. This guy had an issue with the fact that, you know, I am what I am from the get go. Um, I like to think I'm like a fancy diamond that everybody likes to look at in the window, but can't afford me. You know, like I could never buy a $10 million ring. I can't commit to that. That's what I am for men. Let's, let's leave on that note. Let's put it up on a high pedestal for myself. I know my father's looking down at me and going, you want to fucking go with that schmuck on the, the anniversary of my death? What are you nuts? That's what my dad would have said. He'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy don't know what he's doing. He's fucking lying to you. Or he's a fucking, he's a fucking chooch, you know? Or my dad would have been calling me the chooch for fucking engaging with him. Um, I always like to try to see the best in people, even though this podcast may seem like I'm kind of ranting about it. I like to see the best in people. I like to believe people. Um, but you know, I really do have a intuitive side that I've been tapping into more and more. That's really God. It's fucking weird and eerie and it's right. And, um, I don't know. I, I hope that you do come see the show, the Divorce Diaries show live this New Year's Eve. And also I have one coming up on January 14th in Morris Plains. And I, I, I my, my uh, manager, he got me a commercial audition, which I did yesterday. And he booked me in Utica for February. So I'm really excited. I'm going to be up in Utica performing for Fat Cats again, February 24th and 25th. I loved performing there. Utica was my jam. Um, I felt really at home with those people and the crowd. It was good. So there's that. Um, I am hoping to God that I, I got to do a, a lot of reflection and meditation today and focus on grading my students' modules and my pilot second draft and decorating for Christmas because those things are important and those things, um, will contribute to my overall goals, right? I hope if you're listening, you stay tuned for more. Um, and I hope that if you are listening, you know that everything that I speak comes from an authentic place from my heart. And I hope that you choose to share your heart with somebody that deserves it. And um, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more Happily Divorced After. I'm Michelle Trina and this is Divorce Diaries. <laughs>